It's not cool not knowing how to be a dad. It's not cool not holding the diaper bag or reading to your children or knowing how to warm up a bottle. Welcome to The Art of Fatherhood, a podcast that takes you on the journey of fatherhood. Now here's your host, Art Eddy. What's going on, everybody? Art Eddy here for another edition of The Art of Fatherhood podcast. I'm very happy to have this gentleman on. It's Nick Scrivens. He has an awesome company and just organization, like organization, but also network of dads. It's called Forefathers. Awesome clothes, awesome gear that not only dads can rock, but kids and dads can rock together. They're sponsoring the Art of Fatherhood podcast for leading up to Father's Day. Forefathers, Father's Day goes hand in hand. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me, Nick. How you doing, sir? Uh, 8.3. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's truly a pleasure. 8.3 love it um, one of the best responses to like how you do love it we're gonna be talking about obviously forefathers and all that good stuff but let's talk a little bit about your fatherhood journey man before we started recording yeah you were just talking about some of the things you're dealing with with your son that you didn't have to deal with your daughter and i think as parents we can all relate to that because it's like as uh you were mentioning joey harrington who was on the show like same type of ingredients right same material <laughs> but different kids man but let's go back yeah. when you found out you were dad what was going through your mind sir yeah uh, holy smokes um <laughs> well let's take it a step back further uh my wife and i uh we met we got engaged and married within two years had our wedding uh i got convinced to do abroad in mexico which was the best decision of our lives um in february 2020 and then COVID hits in March and <laughs> we had a kid in December. <laughs> it was the first one, um, you know, totally had no idea what to expect, uh, even from the pregnancy. I, I think that really begins fatherhood. And we may or may not talk about that conversation enough of how do you become a supporter for your wife during all her emotions, uh, hormones that are going out of whack. I mean, I'll be the first to admit after I eat a Chipotle burrito, I'm, you know, I'm not aligned correctly. And I just couldn't imagine, uh, you know, having a baby growing inside you for nine months and leading up to it. I wanted to focus on what really matters. And all that I found was YouTube videos of women telling me how easy it was going to be and how they could master the swaddling, the, the bedtime routine, the bath routine. And I'm just like, man, this is going to be a walk in the park. And then bang, um, <laughs> we had my daughter, uh, December 13th. Um, don't think we've slept since, um, but some people, you know, in the beginning, people were educating us on colic, you know, hey, your baby seems to cry a lot. I'm telling you, there was nothing about the level of colic my baby was at for the first uh, six, nine months, um, which was took a really big toll. But yet, you know, those moments of uh, horror and uh, just can really be a beating on you. It, there are just so many more moments that you recognize how awesome it is to be a dad. And uh, that was my first uh, chapter of Parenthood in December 2020. And then we had my son last year um, in June, uh, which is coming right around the corner. Couldn't be more excited. Uh, having two under two during COVID, I still waiting for my medal to show up in the mail, but, uh, but it's been, it's been good, but very hard. Nick, I think any parent, whether you're a mom or a dad, listen to this can totally relate just with certain things you guys experience. 
But let's just let's not glaze over that awesome, <laughs> awesome anecdote you had about like, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not right after a burrito at Chipotle, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And it, uh, it, 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 that is a really good segue to talk about just like the ongoing hormonal changes that the woman is going through. Um, you know, truth be told, uh, I didn't know the word um, postpartum. And I didn't know the definition by any means. And I have now always said, relating to my parenthood journey, is that it's a lot tougher to be a great, supporting, loving husband, to be a great dad. I think being a great dad is just a commitment. Um, but learning new things is definitely being applied into your husband journey as well. No <laughs> they doubt. run parallel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're dropping a lot of great parenting and fatherhood bombs right now, like truth bombs, just in the sense of like you said, like you need to be there for your spouse and you also need to and that's a great way and a great example for your kids whether you have a son or a daughter and they're going to look to get married you want them to find a partner you want them to like be happy and also be appreciated by the by their you know significant other so the the groundwork that you guys are laying in your home sounds like it's one of like all right let me learn more about this how can i help and yeah. that is that is awesome so i'm, I'm guessing like empathy and and knowing that there's different ways to help your spouse is a or some of the values you're looking to instill into your kids but talk about some of the other values man yeah uh our time uh together i i think you know uh, my wife and i like i had mentioned earlier got married relatively quick we had kids even quicker and even though we got married in our mid-30s you know we didn't allow a lot of time to celebrate our marriage and who we were going to become and the foundation of our family. Um, so carving out necessary alone time, date time, it's a real thing. And it's not, it shouldn't just be something that uh, pops up on Mother's Day, for example, or birthdays. It should be something that you sacrifice and allocate the necessary time to do it right, whether it's my wife and I take a lot of walks. Um, we go out to lunch a lot when we have a babysitter. You know, the, the nighttime routines are definitely li more limited. Uh, so, we, so we try to at least carve out uh, an hour to three hours a week of just us that we try not to talk much about the kids, but just about each other. And how, how, how do we get better um, at parents and being a couple? Yeah, great, great right there. And that's another thing, too, where um, you know, usually I ask like, you know, since you're in the thick of things, man, with your kids ages, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in it? the chaos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're yeah. in the chaos, but I think you're perfect for this. We are like, <laughs> what type of, you know, what piece of advice would you offer to new dad? Like dads just found out they were going to, they're, they're going to be dads. I get emails being like, thank God I found your podcast because like, I see, like, like you said, you see these videos like, oh, it's going to be easy breezy. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, what, what is all of this? And so you have the good, the bad, and the ugly in these podcasts. And I really appreciate your honesty and your transparency because that'll help the next generation of dads, right? Mm -hmm. But one of the other things too is what you're talking about is taking care of your spouse. It doesn't have to be like, like you said, Mother's Day or birthday or anniversary, but like find something, whether they, whatever they love and be like, you know what, sweetie, Saturday, you go, you go do X, Y, and Z. Or if she is into the spa, be like, I booked you a spa. You have fun. Enjoy. I'm going to take the kids. We're going to go shopping or we're just going to go to a game or whatever the case may be. But having that, I think, is a good, like you're kind of bringing that idea up. But what other type of like piece of advice or a dad hack would you have for new dads? 
Yeah, uh, especially new dads. And we're wearing I'm wearing our he got kids polo because it's my favorite because it <laughs> remind it reminds me that I do have kids. And I think you have to reflect and everybody's different. Uh, but one thing that I truly believe is a constant is that we're selfish by nature, human beings. And I think you have to understand that in order to be a great dad and husband, your time is so low on the totem pole that you should just forget about you time personally, because all the sacrifices and that you need to make in order to really build and the foundation that your family is going to stand and enjoy to be on, you can't put yourself first. And I would be lying if I told you I did not enjoy my twenties and early thirties <laughs> before I met my wife. And, um, you know, you like to think that you get it all out of your system, but th I think that's just another one-liner that's funny at a ha-ha jokes. Um, but it's it's an everyday thing because um, it's almost an addiction to put yourself first, but yet uh, it's so vital um, when your kids are not listening to you or when you're so tired. That Those are the moments you have an opportunity to instill the right virtues and values into your kids' DNA that will be who you are well longer than when we pass away. So I think I just try to remind myself and new dads is ask a lot of questions. It, it just has never been cool for dads to huddle around at a table and drink beers and talk about house parenting. It's more cool to bolt some ESPN stats about how the Lakers are up 3-1 against the Golden State. Is LeBron going to win? Because that's what guys do, right? It's sporty. It, it, it's we're manual, uh, you know, masculine. And it's just not fair to the overall subject of becoming a dad not to talk about it. And, you know, I'm very lucky to be one, outspoken, uh, two, have a great network of friends and family that I'm able uh, to have those conversations uh, with individuals that I trust. But, you know, even with that, I'll admit it's still hard and you still have to put yourself out there um, because nobody, nobody wants to admit that they suck at it. <laughs> but it's, very, it's very easy to identify those that do suck at it. <laughs> Once a good parent's in the room, you're like, oh, your kid is punching the other kid and you're playing video games. Okay. All right. <laughs> good luck, sir. <laughs> and then, then I look to my wife and I just give her the nod. I'm like, car. Okay. We're out of here. <laughs> Check please. We're out. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Finding your tribe. Uh, we're going to get to in a second. One of the reasons why you created four fathers, but one more question that's obviously father. Well, this whole thing is fatherhood based, but just in the sense of what is something that your kids have taught you either about yourself or about life. Oh, you, you don't need words to express yourself. <laughs> yeah, you just need a even a that high grunt outdone. right there just shows me. <laughs> uh, man, they have taught me the circle of life. Um, I and I think about this all the time of just the Lion King it was a it was a favorite of mine, but just the evolution that we are all going to go through the circle. And at the end of the day, it's uh, what kind of legacy you're trying to live um, and also provide. And they have taught me that this is a 24 seven hour job. <laughs> um, you will never get paid for it, but it's the most important affirmation uh, occupation that you can have in life. So Man, they, they, they taught me a lot. They taught me that you don't need eight hours of sleep uh, to stay up all day. <laughs> my, my son has definitely taught me that. You only need, a, you only need an hour or two, specifically uh, during night. God bless you, sir. Mm. Uh, 
thank you very much for sharing that. But I think the circle of life is very true. And again, uh, what you built up at Forefathers, man, is legit. I, I feel like what you guys are doing is in sync with what I'm trying to do here at The Art of Fatherhood, where you're just like celebrating fatherhood, creating a network, not even a network, but just creating a community where you're like, hey, man, it's fathers, this fatherhood thing is hard. Let's be there together. You can help me. I can help you. Obviously, it makes our kids that much better. And we just, we always want to leave this world in a better place for our kids. But talk about the inspiration for setting up Forefathers, man. Yeah. So, you know, elevating dad apparel while celebrating the do-it-all dad. Everything in representation of our designs is a dad-ism. And I think when we looked and reviewed all the other competitors out there, instantly you have Nike, you have Under Armour, you have Adidas, and they're all surrounded by athletic wear, right? Because at the end of the day, everybody wanted to be an athlete. They always wanted to play pro sports and you would align to the brand. You know, if you were soccer, you would go Adidas or Ombro. Basketball was Nike yes. or Reebok. And it just, uh, it kind of represented who you were um, as an individual. So then as I got older, you know, you start to look around about all the other apparel brands. And what you saw was that you still had the major players that I just had named, but all these now popping up of golf uh, because they wanted to wear polos and broadcast themselves throughout the 18 holes of look how bright my shirt is. And I just really thought there was a gap for uh, dads to have a brand that represented who they are, but who they wanted to be. And I think, again, you go through with our website and evaluate all our names and designs you're gonna you're one you're gonna find one that aligns to you uh two you're probably gonna laugh at the majority of them and and, and it was just making it fun um because at the end of the day i truly believe COVID has impacted this world uh negatively but also positively and i think the definition of dad has now changed into it's not cool not knowing how to be a dad it's not cool not holding the diaper bag or reading to your children or knowing how to warm up a bottle First and foremost, knowing how many ounces are supposed to go into the bottle. Um, there's just so many nuances that if you're really not grabbing it by the horns, um, you, you know, it, it's it's just not cool to be the uh, the stiffler uh, who's just, you know, the mustache guy and only talking about what's in the news or financial stuff. I think it's uh, the new narrative moving forward is going to be, you know, how are you enjoying fatherhood? What are you doing differently? Is there anything that's helped uh, you that maybe could potentially help me? And, uh, you know, those barriers are real because I see them in my own communities and networks uh, where um, a lot of dads are are seeking information. They just don't know where to go. And at the end of the day, I like to think that I'm using apparel, clothing as the vehicle to bring dads and moms alike to build a community that is able to break down those barriers and really embrace and welcome those that are seeking that information. Um, because as you just uh, alluded to is that, you know, in order to leave this earth a better place, we're really going to have to um, understand where we came from and then learn how to improve it. And I think it's just through communication experience and uh, ownership that, that we're doing here at Poor Fathers. So good, man. I just like, yeah, everything you said is, is honest and true and genuine and you want to have that type of community you want to have that in there and it's not like the number one like world's best dad or world's best grandpa right your shirts are conversation starters right and and what what is what is one of the biggest things that maybe 
guys, not all guys, I'm not, I'm not sure to put all guys in a box, but Mm -hmm. whether it's like parent teacher conference or school night, or you're, you know, at an event church or, you know, sporting event, whatever the case may Mm be. And you're just kind of waiting in line or things are waiting to happen. And all of a sudden you look at a shirt and you're like, it's different. It's appealing. And it's like, wait, are those pizzas on there, man? Like, <laughs> what? Wait, is there, a little, is there a guy mowing the lawn? That's, I, I, I so need that shirt. Where'd you yeah. get it? And that creates a conversation. Not only obviously great advertising for you, but it's like, it, it's a conversation starter. And that thing opens up to other things being like, yeah, maybe they might go into being a parent or maybe they might go into the Lakers versus the golden state warriors, but you're creating that conversation in a fun way where it's not being like, I do think he's the number one dad. Really? I love that one <laughs> Farrell skit where like he's wearing the number one hat and he's pointing to yeah. it. Like, I'm the number one dad. But like you do stuff, you, you created something that, different people can relate to or people will gravitate to because they love being a DIY dad or they love cooking like the meat sweats. I, I say meat sweats all the time. And for, I saw that shirt there, the name of that, I was like, gets me. Nick gets me. I love it. So talk about those styles and how you wanted to make it fun, but not almost like blaring, uh, you know, a megaphone being like, look at my shirts, but like you're having something that's genuine. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'll hit you first with some stats around the North America each and every day, about 70 to 75 foursomes that play golf are unfulfilled, meaning not all four guys know each other, meaning there's going to be uh, guests that you play with in order to make it four. And just that example you referenced on other than just being a loud, bright, full colored shirt, your buddy's going to go, oh, really nice shirt. Where'd you get it? And they're going to they're going to name a few different vendors and you're like, OK, great. But I, I believe when that moment occurs, whether it's at a restaurant or the golf course and someone says, man, where'd you get that shirt? Oh, I got it at Four Fathers. There can almost immediately be an assumption that one, I'm a dad. And two, I love being a dad so much that instead of buying this product shirt, I brought I bought forefathers because that's who I am as an individual and that's who I want to become better each and every day. So not only was it, you know, recognizing the gap, but also empowering our customer to build off of our mission statement of celebrating the do it all dad, but in their own words, because then the organic conversation starts to uh, evolve where it's, oh, you know, forefathers, like, do you have any kids? Oh, yeah, I got two. Oh, how old? And the, the, the talk track can go in many different ways, which is just beautiful in its sense. So again, um, you know, it, it is a polo shirt that's very competitive and stretch and feel and comfort. Um, but it's just so much more than that when you peel back the onion and go into the designs. Um, you know, I have a list of 175 to 200 dad isms. Uh, but ultimately, <laughs> we we as a collective unit of dads, we make the designs ourselves. I mean, when mom goes out Friday night with the girls for wine, you know, dad doesn't know how to cook or maybe if he does, that's great. But he's calling the pizza guy. Right. So pizza night. Um Taco Tuesdays, I think every family enjoys, you know, having the bowls around the tapas and you throw it in and your kids start to love the uh, the tortillas. Uh, meat sweats is just uh, too good not to have one of dad's barbecuing. We have beer me for all the happy hours. We, we do have a golf and slice dad polos. Um, we have, we just came out with, uh, he got kids as well as jamming out for the dads that still have big headphones where they need to, you know, they need to let loose too. You know, I still listen to all the, 
the the songs and uh, artists that I grew up with. And, you know, I need those turned up. <laughs> so I'm jamming out majority of the time. But at the end of the day, um, couldn't be more grateful for the folks that participated in our focus groups, a lot of families and friends that really steered the ship into what designs and what isms would resonate, just, not just with one another, but with the collective group of outsiders. And then I think we're only getting better at it. And I also think we're only just had scratched the surface of uh, all the dad isms out there. Well done, man. I really uh, applaud what you're doing. And, and just saying like you had focus groups, you had people like putting their two cents in. So while I know that you're a creative dude, you're also looking out to other people to seeing like what they like. I remember working at a radio station. I wasn't really into fishing. And during Father's Day, I was like focusing on certain things that people could win. And one of my other like coworkers like, you don't like fishing, I take it, huh? He's like, why? He's like, I would love to win like this fishing gear, blah, blah, blah. You should go reach out to this person. I'm like, that's a good point. So the <laughs> idea of just having different interests and the different things you have and the fact that you have things to, you, your, you know, kids can match. You have gear, you have shirts and polos that your kids can match. And I think kids look up to you and they're like, I'm wearing a shirt just like dad at that age, right? And it's like when the toddler to like maybe grade school and all, all that, depending on how, I, mean, I feel like kids grow up so fast now where it's like, just give me a hoodie and a pair of shorts, dad, I'm good. But like, <laughs> I think there's so many different ways you can bond with your kids wearing this gear together shirts, hats, socks, uh, and you have a great line and I'm not trying to put any pressure and maybe you don't want to say it. So you can be like, yeah, mom's the word. I'll plead the fifth, but like any other type of gear that you, we might be seeing is coming soon down the pike or no. <laughs> no, you're, I think you're absolutely uh, correct. I actually had a friend, a good buddy of mine um, who purchased a few of the kids polos for his sons. And he just for the first time took his son to a work golf outing. And he actually called me so excited. He might have had a few beers on the course too, but he he was just like, dude, I've never seen my son so happy, um, like listening to me uh, on the golf course, really embodying the whole matching aspect because I, I saw that he wanted to be who I am, which just puts even more pressures on uh, ourselves of being, uh, being this like do-it-all dad that is trying to, hold everything together while, you know, instilling the confidence needed to have your child really grow and prosper. And it, it, it really is a challenge. But when he called me, I knew the matching polos uh, were going to be a huge hit. Also the probably two to 300 inquiries from moms that <laughs> specifically uh, asked for matching polos. Uh, I, I, I just thought it would just be amazing. You know, down here in Texas, uh, a lot of the schools and, uh, districts do uh, donuts with dad um, once a quarter at their schools. It's been just a huge uh, uh, just interest of customers purchasing the the matching polos, which has been great. And then, yes, uh, we do have uh, some product releases, uh, new product, not just polos, uh, of our designs um, coming out. Going to be targeting the uh, September timeframe. Super pumped. Uh, couldn't be more excited. Let me tell you about the uh, product development R&D side of this business. It's a real side, uh, definitely the most time consuming because, uh, again, I had little or no experience in the apparel industry. I'm, I'm an IT cybersecurity guy, um, so apparel is totally new. And uh, each and every detail and stitch uh, matters, and, and we definitely focus on that here at Four Fathers. Love it, man. One more question before I get mm -hmm. to you with the Fatherhood Quick Five. 
And I think you've mentioned this a couple of times where it's like, you don't want to forget about your spouse. You don't want to forget about your significant others, but you also want to have you time. When my wife and I were dating back in college, we'd always have like, all right, Friday night, if we hang out, then the next night she can hang out with her friends. And like, we could all hang out. I'm saying like, we wanted to make sure that there was like, you know, Seinfeld to quote Seinfeld, independent George and relationship George, right? You wanted to make sure you have that. And I think it's also necessary for moms and dads to both have that with like, you know, like you said, ladies night or, you know, get fellas night or whatever, whatever the case may be. So talk about something that you do. You try to do that, you know, have independent time, you know, have independent Nick time so you can be a great father and a great husband. Yeah. I'll, I'll be brutally honest. The first time I did it, I mm, upped. (laughs) I rounded up the guys, uh, convinced them to go to top golf. Then we uh, hired a limo to take us up to Choctaw in Oklahoma. <laughs> at the, uh, uh, I did that when my daughter was two months old. So don't do that because uh, you will come home not to a very, very nice environment. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, all kidding aside, I, I think um, I've been blessed with a, a nucleus of friends that are going through this at the same time introduced to fatherhood uh so we allocate about once every two weeks typically after bedtime or excuse yeah bedtime routine we we definitely uh recognize it's it's a necessary um time that you need to accept that your partner needs alone time from you the family and just to act like act like ourselves um I, i think um even though i've been introduced to uh, husband life and fatherhood life in a very short time frame. I like to still hold on to who I was <laughs> in my younger years. The body's not receptive to it anymore. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I think my wife and 40s, I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but but you know, I think you just gotta you gotta recognize it. You have to own it, and you have to prioritize it because if you neglect it, it will just grow like a uh, like a teapot. And it will burst. And then it is so much harder to put it back together rather than just keeping it at a very low temperature and it consistently. So I think um, what kids also has taught me is uh, how to accomplish m- many different things in about 30 to 60 minutes. <laughs> you know, these nap times, for example, all the things that I can get done. Uh, it's pretty extraordinary now. I don't think I ever did time management as good uh, up till parenthood. All of a sudden, I see Nick running around and like, well, the kids are taking naps. The Mission Impossible theme is going on. He's like doing X, Y, and Z. He's like, I got enough uh, sleep. <laughs> oh man, I can I can mow the lawn, trim the bushes, I can uh, clean the floors, vacuum, all in a nap time. <laughs> well done, man. Bravo to you. you know what? Besides weighing the metal for uh, a couple other things you're looking for, how about that? Because that's pretty. Yeah. Good, good uh, all these medals are getting lost in the mail for me i'm telling yeah. you so anybody listening to this if you have nick's medals please yeah, yeah return them yeah, yeah, um now we're gonna thank you so much man really loved yeah. hearing I, I know my audience is gonna love hearing that just like you know your origin story about forefathers your fatherhood journey that's still continuing obviously so thank you very much yeah father quick five this one might be a little bit tough maybe for you and your and your oldest uh, it doesn't have to be a movie because I don't know if she's going to sit through the whole thing. But is there a favorite TV show or movie you all like to watch yeah. together? Um, yeah, so we're very regiment. So <laughs> we're very strict around my so 
quick story. My wife is a uh, preschool director. Or she was, that was her entire career. Uh, fortunately, she's been home with the kids. So we run this like a classroom in this house. Um, um, but I will say my daughter does love Daniel Tiger. And uh, that is that is her favorite cartoon that when she, when we give her a few minutes, uh, she always goes right to Daniel Tiger. Nice. I think, I think it's pretty cool too. Cause uh, Mr. Rogers is, I, I watched uh, growing up too. Nice. Uh, again, like the little, like the circle of life. I love it. Um, yeah. 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 They're too young, but when they get to a certain age to appreciate it, is there like a certain genre of music or band you can't wait to introduce your kids to? Oh, so I'll be truthful about this. Uh, I, I barely play any of the kids songs. Um, my theory is one, I'm very envious of those that can play instruments I do think the musically tuned individuals are just more creative, charismatic in life. A lot of my friends who are, have always been so jealous. Um, so I legitimately, uh, with my wife's blessing, not blessing, depending on the day, uh, I'll, I'll put everything that I listen to and more into it. I mean, Yanni, Inya, Jay-Z, Drake, uh, Avicii, uh, Rolling Stones, The Beatles, uh, I'll have it on. And it, it's just so, again, my daughter... Uh, and son can just always hear that rhythm and beat. And I'll let you know in 20 years if it pans out. <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, I just saw this one, uh, the documentary on Dr. Dre. And uh, he literally said that he owes it all to his mom and dad who just played records throughout the home all the time. And that's where he just could get the beat. Um, so, I, I, yeah, they listen to everything. Any Watch one of your kids, or maybe both become <laughs> record producers. Man, I love it. Mm. Uh, yeah, and billion dollars. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> you'll be selling the merch. They'll be selling the records. Describe the perfect family vacation. Where would it be? Oh my goodness, man. We <laughs> we uh, we have not gone far. <laughs> the, the furthest my kids have been is Arkansas Hot Springs, which is a beautiful uh, getaway. It's only natural uh, hot springs um, in the United in North America, which is cool. Perfect one. I'm a I'm a beach guy turning into a lake guy. I grew up in Maryland, about two hours from Ocean City. Used to go there every single summer as much as possible. Um, the lake life is definitely a goal to have a lake house for the kids to bring all their friends and the family and do the barbecue as they play out in the lake. Anything near water. Um, I don't think my wife and I are the, uh, the Disneyland, that wouldn't be the ideal vacation. I mean, we'll get that, uh, in the works here for sure. But, um, anywhere we're outside, kids are having fun and you're just around family. Nice. Great, great vacation right there. Yeah. I think, you know, little piece of advice, wait till maybe your youngest is six, if you can wait that long, just so he'll be able to remember and enjoy certain things as well. Yeah. So just throwing that out there. Um, yeah. Favorite compliment you received either from a customer or someone coming up to you when you're rocking a forefather's shirt. Like if there, I bet there's a lot, but is there one mm-hmm. that like stands out to you? Yeah. Compliment. Um, that, that people say we have a, we we have a we have a great idea and we're executing it appropriately mm. and they've been waiting for a brand like ours for a very long time um i think uh, i do a lot of the festivals and um events locally around here and we have a bunch of marketing material um 
uh, with our tents all decked out and branded. And I think just getting the the grumpy guys to even laugh, or if you know if they are they they purchase one, um, I think that's a compliment in itself. Uh, yeah, having the moms and wives come up and saying, "Oh, my husband needs this. He doesn't know how to dress himself. He'll have to wear that because it's for forefathers." I, I think those just like aha moments uh kind of really give me a, more gas in the tank to go further um knowing that we we are we just getting started i mean this is our second year of business um and just in a short amount of time we've had some some success but there's so much more to capitalize on and i think uh the more shoulders our threads are on um we can keep empowering dads alike to start having those conversations on what it means to be a good dad awesome man love mm-hmm. it and lastly, top three words you hope your kids would use to describe you as a dad. What would you want them to be? <laughs> uh, right now they're uh, <laughs> sweaty, <laughs> tired, um, um, uh, courageous, virtuous, and loyal. Um, awesome. I think are three words that I hopefully they know. I'm courageous because I take a lot of chances and I do try to build a platform for them to be empowered and go further than I ever have Uh, loyal because man, you really have to, you really got to, you get really got to lead by example and you got to be loyal to the virtues and values. I, I, you know, let's just say, you know, I was more, you know, when I asked why I had to do something, it was more or less uh, because I told you so. Um, and, and, And I learned, you know, that's how I was all brought up and, I didn't like it. And, uh, you know, I think now more than ever, adults have to own uh, leading by example, not by words. So be loyal to the mission, I think, is the most important thing, the mission of becoming a great dad. Love it, man. People, make sure you fill up this dude's tank because you can tell that he (laughs) runs on, like, just positive energy. Go to shopforfathers.com. That's F-O-R-E, fathers, shopforfathers.com. Help Nick out. He's got a great community. These shirts are legit and it's great for Father's Day. Obviously, we're, we're ramping up to Father's Day. So pick them up. You guys are going to enjoy the comfort of it and just the look. And it's also just supporting a good guy. Nick, I wish you and your family continued success. I really appreciate the work that you're doing. And I just can't wait to see what you guys are going to come out in September. There's going to be new stuff. I can't wait. To yeah. Yeah. And, and Art, right, if I, you don't mind, not just uh, checking out the website for the designs, but for all the new dads and dads that are going through the journey, uh, one of my biggest focuses are database, um, with is a plethora of information into parenting, lawn care, DIY, barbecuing. Um, because again, we really want to build that community and provide the necessary material for, for dads to be dangerous out there and just, to just to be great. So um, definitely check out the database. Uh, it's not product driven. It's uh, it's community community thriving. So uh, thank you so much for the opportunity today. I love it. Uh, thank you for all the listeners out there. And uh, hey, let's have a great Father's Day. Awesome, man. Yeah, I love the database. And again, like going back to the G.I. Joe when I was watching those cartoons in the 80s, knowing is yeah. half the battle. And Nick <laughs> is giving you knowledge and knowledge is power. So make sure you check it out. Yeah, absolutely. 
Thanks for checking out this week's edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And also go to artoffatherhood.net. You can have a chance to check out some great articles like the weekly Dad's Doing It Right column, the Collector of the Week, and many more. Plus, you have a chance to win some very cool prizes like video games, collectibles, all that good stuff. Go to artoffatherhood.net. And please make sure you rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts because I'll greatly appreciate it to get the word out on the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and go to artoffatherhood.net.